Welcome to the Rise Up Fitness Podcast, broadcast from sunny Santa Barbara, California. We're here to go back to the facts, educate you in health and fitness, and help you rise up to your full potential. Hi, guys. Welcome to another Rise Up SD Podcast. Um, Today, we had a great suggestion from a member from Sarah. Thank you so much for reaching out to us with podcast suggestions. We love to hear that because we want to tell you guys about what you want to hear about. Um, And she wanted to um, know a little bit more about the best trails in Santa Barbara for different levels. So we have talked about trail running quite a bit. I think just mentioned it like running, hiking trails. Right. right. And, um, and I, I realized that I also had questions about, well, where should I go and what is the best place to start? So we thought we would ask uh, right. a local expert, Kyle, and see what he has to say. Yeah, well, I think this is a pretty cool um, topic to cover, um, mostly because we do live in an amazing place for hiking, and we are still allowed to use our hiking trails during this time, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's one of the things we can do to get outside. So I think it's a really good idea to do that. Um, and this is whether you're running them, hiking them, whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah, just get out. I mean, most people will be hiking them. If you want to run them, you can too, and I'll get into that a little bit. Um, but this is just to give you guys a little bit more information on the trails. I would have not been an expert a few years back. I spent the, you know, as my years as an endurance athlete, I spent a lot of years racing triathlon and I did very little on the trails. Um, mostly because running trails doesn't really translate to running a fast triathlon and Mm -hmm. you don't have a lot of extra runs you can do. I can't spend lots of time on the trails when I'm trying to focus on something different. Right. When your schedule is already blocked out with workouts you have to do for your training, Correct. you can't really just throw them in there. Right. And, um, and it was actually kind of a shame that I like, uh, had this realization a few years back. It was about four years ago, right? Right before the fires, a year before the fires, I decided I was going to do a couple ultra marathons. So ultra marathon, for those of you who don't know, just means anything longer it's than crazy. a marathon. Yep. Um, can be a little crazy. Um, but to be honest, doing sometimes doing an ultra marathon on the trails, um, is not necessarily harder than running a fast marathon, meaning that, you know, so it's a, there's a little less stress when you're on the trails. And I actually find it extremely enjoyable to train for these ultra marathons on the trails. Right. I mean, I guess it's kind of different. Like somebody who's in the Olympics going for the mile record, isn't working less than somebody who's running a marathon. It's just different. It's just different. And I don't think, you know, you, you are going further, you are out there longer, but what I found, which I really loved is there was less pressure. You know, when I'm mm-hmm. sitting there and I'm trying to do intervals at this pace on a flat course and really kill yourself versus, Hey, I'm going to get a long day out running on the trails. And I don't know what it means. My 12 minute pace right now is kind of meaningless to me because I'm going up these steep hills or down them or whatever. Right. It, it was I really can see nice. how that would definitely be more relaxing than, I mean, even when you are trying to progress and the numbers are important to get out of that kind of like. It's a different kind of progression. Yeah. A different kind of progression. Uh-huh. I can say that'd be really it nice. was getting out of the, as structure is, it was getting out of some more, uh, it was making the train less structured and more just about getting out, getting the time in and getting better at running trails. Right. And that way you can kind of enjoy it more. Yeah. It was really cool. So. Um, so I took a couple years and focused on trails and it was opened me up to the Santa Barbara trail network, which I had no idea what it was. So there was two, a whole new, a whole new world of trails. World? I world won't sing it, um, so there was two main races that I did. One was, um, a very famous race in town called nine trails. So a lot of you guys who are, who are runners in town are probably have heard of it. Almost everyone is a and runner. Some people may have even have run it. I've run it. Yeah. I know a couple members of rise up who yeah. definitely have run it. So that's cool. Emma, shout out to Emma who's doing yoga. So she, uh, did a relay last year and she's run it before. So she's like a trail running yoga fairy. Right. So and what I mean that the best way. 
What nine trails is, is it, as it sounds, it covers nine different trails in Santa Barbara's front country. Now, um, some of you may not even know what that front country means. That was a term that I hadn't heard until like a year ago. Right. You're like, what's front country? Okay. Yeah. So I assume there's a back country because there's a front country. Exactly. And there is. Mm-hmm. So when you stand in Santa, the city of Santa Barbara and you look up at the mountains, anything you can see from the city of Santa Barbara or Goleta or Montecito, that's front. the front country. That's so facing the, fr- the ocean. Exactly. Okay. The back country is anything over on the other side of Camino Cielo on the back side mm-hmm. down like there. Going down into the valley kind of. Correct. Down into the valley on the other side. And people might not even know what's even back there. But if you've ever been to Red Rock to swim. Yeah. We used back to go there, there all yeah, the time. A lot of people have been school. there, but they don't even really know how they got there. Right. The back part of the valley is Red Rock and then it goes up and there's a reservoir, a Sheffield Reservoir and some other stuff back there. So it's a pretty cool area. Mm-hmm. So there's the back country and the front country. I, we could spend hours talking about the trail systems in Santa Barbara and the front country and the back country. I'm going to stick to the front country because I think most people listening to this are either going to be jogging, walking, hiking, running the front country mostly. Probably. So if you if you're getting into the back country, you've already probably understand and have gotten to most of the front country trails. Yeah, and I um I'm excited to hear this actually because even though I've lived in Santa Barbara for a long time, I freely and embarrassingly admit that I really don't know a lot of the hiking trails. I've done a lot of hikes, but I seem to always do them with other people who know what they're doing. And I don't remember. And I don't think about, you know, what splits where and where I should go. And so I just am not really wanting to do them alone ever because I'm don't actually know where I'm going. Right. And that's exactly true. And that's exactly what I was too. Um, And when I signed up for nine trails, you have not only nine trails that you're connecting, but most of the hikes go basically kind of up and then down. They don't traverse across the front country. Mm Kind of zigzag up and down the Right. Road. So when you're doing this nine trails race, you're connecting nine trails together. You're also doing connector trails, which are not always the easiest to find or the most obvious because most mm-hmm. people don't, they're not necessarily well hiked. Right. So that was something about me learning. I had to learn the trail network. You don't, there's no signs in this race. Right. You're not like turn here. Right. It's, um, it's like marked, but it's not marked. Yeah. It's very not well marked. So you've got to know when to turn, what the trails are. And you got to know where you're going. I mean, you can go off course and easily run an extra five to six, seven miles, which is yeah. not what you want to do. Probably not if you're already trying to run anywhere between 30 and 50 miles to begin with. Right. So nine trails, what it does is it, it, it traverses most of the front country trails there and back. So it starts with Hesacita, which goes up to Inspiration Point. Most of you have done so, that. And and you can reach Inspiration from either direction, right? Mm-hmm. So Hesacita starts by the water treatment plant. Yep. Okay. That's the one. So I do that with my dog all the time. And that's I, a very common Santa Barbara hike that starts. Yeah. And then I've done the inspiration side, from yeah. the other side, which is like Mission Canyon, where you have to go around yep. the road park. Okay. Right. So you're not Pesacita. You run down like you're going down tunnel or down the the other side, Mission Canyon side. Mm-hmm. But then you take the tunnel connector, which is about halfway up the other side. Okay. okay. Then you run that and you tunnel trail all the way up. And then there's a one called the rattlesnake connector. So mm-hmm. a lot of you guys have been on rattlesnake trail yep, probably, yep. but you might, and we're going to go through these in a little more in depth, but I just want to tell you what nine trails mm-hmm. is. So then you run the rattlesnake connector down to rattlesnake trail, and then you take rattlesnake trail and rattlesnake ends at Gibraltar road. Okay. The I top, if you take it all the way to the top. Yes, okay. I have. So then nine trails, you go up. This is the, the third trail you take is rattlesnake. From Rattlesnake, you run down Gibraltar about a mile and a half or two miles. I can't remember exactly. Down the Gibraltar Road. Mm -hmm. And then you hit um, the West Fork, Cold Springs West Fork. So there's two forks. If you rode Cold Springs Trail, there's East Fork and West Fork. So one fork with two directions? Correct. It kind of starts at the bottom and there's kind of two ways you can go. Okay. 
So one fork. Yes. Well, no, there's two forks. Well, there's one fork, but there's one two fork, paths. Two paths. So you run down the west side to okay. the, almost the bottom of Cold Springs, and then mm-hmm. you go up the east side. Does that make sense? Yes. So at the top of the fork, you run down into the V and then back up the other side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then you run up um, Cold Street. A lot of people have done Cold Springs Trail, but they don't even know how you can connect tunnel to you know, Cold Springs. Okay. Then you go up the east side, and then there's a hot springs connector. So there's a hot springs trail. It's a little bit of a shorter trail. Mm-hmm. You don't run a ton on that one, but that just connects you. So that's the next one. The next, the um, so that's the let's see, we got one, two, three, four, five. So hot springs connector, hot springs shows. That's the sixth one. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not counting Gibraltar as a trail; it's a road. Okay. Um, the Edison Catwalk. Okay, so that I've is never heard of that. There's a lot also of fire roads, which also screw people up on hiking. Mm-hmm. So if you see a wide graded path. The Edison Power, Power Company mm-hmm. makes these trails that so their power their big trucks can get up there to do maintenance and mm-hmm. replace things. Okay, so there's a lot of these around there. It's this Edison Power because it's really steep trail. And to this day, I don't even know how those trucks get up and down this damn yeah, thing. Yeah, I can't. It's so that. steep. They call it the wall in nine mm-hmm. trails. So, for example, um, when I was racing this, there was a guy who's you know very talented runner in front of me, and he's tra- jogging up. Friend of a friend of mine and mm-hmm. talented runner, he's jogging up and, and I'm power walking behind him and he's not even gaining on me. This mm-hmm. is one of those trails. It's just as fast to power hike up as it is to right, run. To run because it's so steep. It's because it's so steep. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is the Edison Catwalk. Um, so there's one a couple of steep parts of that and then some that are not as steep sections of that. Okay, then you go to Buena Vista Trail. You mm-hmm. go to Buena Vista Trail. And then that connects you to Romero. Romero is kind of on the far east side. That's a little bit more well known, yeah, um, especially name, for mountain biking and hiking. And Romero has it's cool. It has a single track and it has a fire road. So there's two, and it does kind of a loop. So you can. A lot of what mountain bikers like to do is they like to take the single track up, or I'm sorry, yeah, take the fire road up, which is a flat, easier to bike up because a lot of mountain bikers are more downhillers. They don't. They're not. They're not trying to climb the hills as much. I can't even take... fathom the idea of mountain biking. That is the most terrifying sport <laughs> in the world to me. It's really fun. It just takes some practice. No, no. And then they like no. to take the single track down the backside, and that's more fun for mountain biking versus just riding down a, a fire road or a big wide dirt road. But so. if you make a mistake, you go off of a hill, a mountain. Well, it's not like you fall I over. Know. You do. You, there's not many people go off hills on mountain bikes. It's oh, usually fun. So, terrifying. So then you get to Romero Canyon, and then that's the turnaround, the bottom of Romero Canyon on the single track. And, and then, then you go all the way back? Yeah. And Holy then, moly. And then that's your, one of your aid stations, and then you turn around and go all the way back. So the whole thing's about 35 miles, 34 and a half, 35 miles. Um, the, you know, it took me just about seven hours um, to do when I did it. Um, and I was really happy with that time. That was a very solid time. So it was pl- placed well on that. So I was happy. So if you are somebody who wants to, for example, pick one of those trails, right. do you have recommendations for well, different let- levels or do you think that they're all appropriate for each level and you can kind of pick how far you want to go if you want to turn around? Well, I think what people underestimate too much is the, the difficulty of trails and it's like, what, am I, I'm a beginner or whatever. A lot of hiking is not necessarily that... None of the hiking in Santa Barbara, I should say most of it, is not super strenuous. The, 12, the trails are well-maintained. You're not bushwhacking. You're, you're, you're walking at a good thing. Mm-hmm. Some of them are steeper than others, 
But I think a lot of times the difficulty depends on the length. And the thing with hiking that's great is you walk up until you decide you're done and then you turn around and walk down. Mm -hmm. So let's say you're going, I'm going to go big. I'm going to go a five or six mile. I'm not, you know, don't hike a lot. I go five or six mile round trip. That's big. You plan on going, that's big. Three miles up, three miles down. That's pretty big. That's a lot. That's a good day. You get to two miles and you're like, I'm not going any farther, right? You turn around and you walk downhill. Mm -hmm. You don't get trapped too much on the front country. So that's a good thing. So let's go over some of those um, ones I talked about. Um, Buena Vista Trail, um, that's kind of towards the end, towards Romero, kind of go this alphabetical order. Um, by the way, if you haven't checked out this website, it's called sboutdoors.com. It has an amazing resource for you if you want to look up these hikes and a really, really good interactive map where you can kind of see where all these trails are in relation to the roads around Santa Barbara. GIS at work. I, I know. It. It's amazing. So. Buena Vista is about four and a half miles. Um, that's about it. It's kind of a moderate. It's a, it's a good hike. I wouldn't say it's amazing, but it has some good things. And there's a kind of a loop um, that you can do around there too. So that one's cool. I really like Cold Springs. There's the East Fork and the West Fork, like we said on there. Um, they're considered... It, just as a question, is it Cold Spring Trail or is it written Cold Springs Trail? Cold Spring Trail. Okay. Cold Spring West Fork. It's and just Cold funny because I went to Cold Spring Elementary School and they it was always like people would say Cold Springs and they're like, it's one spring. One spring. One spring. Cold Spring. So I like that one, especially when there's a lot of water running. It's kind of a cool trail. Um, that's an easy to mo- – both of those are easy to moderate and they're both about, you know, four and a half, five miles. So for a moderate hiker, I think two to three hours for a five-mile hike. Okay. okay. Solid. So that's what not, you want to think yeah. about. Not crazy, but it just depends. Mm-hmm. So those ones I like, those ones are good hikes. And that's kind of a little bit old. They're not super traveled well, but they're cool. And they've got a really cool creek that follows them. Um, so that's something. I love really cool creeks. Yeah. Hot Springs um, Canyon Trail, that's a shorter one. And that's cool. Um, I like that one. So, again, I would label it moderate on there. It's about two miles. So mm-hmm. not too not too bad. Um, the Inspiration Point, if you go from the Inspiration Point side, which is the Mission Canyon side of park, mm-hmm. it's only two miles it's it's they is it say, actually two miles from where you have to walk up the paved part or just when you get to the trailhead it's no it's like i think it's i would say it's probably closer to three maybe it's about a mile and a half from where you park to where you the top right and a mile and a half down so it's a it's an yeah you know really it's not far if you go up the it has to see the side that's a lot farther yeah that's a lot farther yeah, that's three miles each way so I'd say Inspiration oh. Point, the one side, that's like three and a half probably. And so the other thing is that. Inspiration, you can start from um, Stevens Park even lower if you want a longer one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those are those two. Those are the ones that come down there. Um, let's see. What am I missing here? Um, Rattlesnake. Rattlesnake, that's, again, a moderate. That one can be um, rather exposed. So if it's hot out, just be prepared and have water. That doesn't have as much shade, um, but I, I like that one as well. At least on the on the upper and the lower end, still has some shade on there. So that's you know hour and a half to two and a half hours, I'd say, um, for rattlesnake. Um, and then Romero Canyon, you've got both the the Canyon Trail and the Catway. There's about four miles up, four miles down. That's a little bit of a longer one. Those are not hard, especially the trail. Those are not an easier trail to go up and down. So you have those. So not ones. necessarily easier in terms of like. When you want to take on an eight mile hike, but it's not, you know how to follow it or it's no, well, the it's easiest well is, the, yeah, they're all well maintained. I wouldn't say any of these are super strenuous, but makes them strenuous again is longer. Um, some of them are steeper, like tunnel is going to be a steeper trail. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I would say that one's, you know, moderate to difficult. That's steeper, but none of them are, and the, the, none of them are really in a s- sense of a front country, like 
Like these are all well-maintained and documented. You're not going to be slipping. You're not going to be sliding. You're not going to have to hold on to branches or whatever. They're just steep and less steep and longer and shorter. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? None of them are really that crazy. So that's all the front country trails that connect each other. Um, there's a couple more that I might want to mention here just briefly to talk about that are the ones that I enjoy. So those are the, all those I think are good. And again, I would just start, if you're new to this, just start like pick one and go tick it off. You know, there, it, it describes where to start, what to do, you know, that type of thing. Um, Buena Vista is fun. That's, um, if you go to the, that's near Hesacita. If you go to the Hesacita side, it branches off from there. Um, that's a little bit longer one because the bottom of it has some roads and it's not super cool when you get a little farther. It's cool. And there's an area that we hit one of the fires that were recent fires mm-hmm. and now it's grown back and it's actually really cool to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Buena Vista trail. Um, that's kind of a cool one. That's the cold springs. What am I missing here? Hot springs. Inspiration point we talked about Hesacita. There's a lower cathedral, so that's kind of cool. That's if you want to get to the cathedral peak. That's a lot of a longer, harder one. Um, McMenemy Trail, that's a good one. That's not too long, 1.2 miles up. It's like three miles round trip. Mm-hmm. And that's a good one. I, you know, I would say it's definitely moderate. Um, How do you get to um, Lacumbre Peak? Lacumbre Peak. Um, there isn't actually uh, very many trails that go directly to Lacumbre Peak. You're going to end up either on Gibraltar or in, in the saddle, which is on the left-hand side of it, and then walk up there. Okay. The easiest way to get up there is to go to Tunnel, and Tunnel goes all the way up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is Tunnel its own trail, or does it branch out from a different It trail? starts on the bottom of the Inspiration Point side, the Mission side, okay. and then starts there and then goes all the way up. Okay. And then what's the other one? Because I did this hike in fourth grade. How do you get to Montecito Peak? Montecito Peak. Um, I believe that's one off of Romero. I that's actually you stumped me on that one. Ah, I knew I would do Mon- one. Uh, yeah. Because that Peak. was the big hike we did in fourth grade. Okay. That uh, was very exciting. Yeah. So those are all the ones if I fourth graders can do it, you know, you could probably do it. Right. Those are all the ones I like. Saddle Rock's another good one. Saddle Rock's a good loop too. And there's seven falls that you can get to. And that one actually has water flowing right now. So I'd recommend going to in seven falls uh, soon if you can. That would be cool. And Tangerine Falls. I think those both have water actually right now. It should be, they're kind of cool to see. Yeah, I used to do seven falls a lot with some good friends of mine. But I have never been to Tangerine Falls. So I'd love to do that. So that's the majority of them. Honestly, um, you know, it's like, okay, well, what should I do first? What's your favorite? Inspiration, if you haven't done it, is very small. Most people have done that. Yeah, um, that's a great one. That's I would really do that. One. I love the Cold Springs ones. You know, branch out to those. Do do Romero, and then honestly, from there, you can't really go wrong with some of these hikes. Mm-hmm. Just vary it up. Go to sboutdoors.com, click on front country. You can sort that way, and you can do the front country hikes. And then that once you've great. kind of gotten that, the back country is cool too to explore. The other ultra marathon, when I was doing a couple of years of running, I did Red Rock 50, which starts at Red Rock in the back country. Mm-hmm. It runs over the top of the Camino Cielo over the peak and then goes down in that San Isidro trail, which is mm-hmm. not one I actually named, but that's another good trail. And then you go down to the bottom of San Isidro and then you run back up over the top too. Um, but there's a lot of trails back there too that start in Red Rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, cool stuff. Yeah. So hopefully that helps you out a little bit, um, you know, and gives you a little bit of a kind of a gist of it. Um, yeah. And if you have specific questions about like a trail or you want, yeah. you want to know something, ask Kyle or ask me and I'll ask Kyle. Um, I probably ju- won't be able to answer If you've done inspiration a hundred times... Just throw a branch out. There's not like a bad trail you can do here. There's some cooler ones than others, but yeah. So yeah. All right. Enjoy. Well, hopefully that gives you some ideas for uh, taking it outside and checking out the trails. Yep. Um, of course, be safe on them and, you know, be respectful of other people's space and make sure they're respectful of yours and uh, enjoy the sunshine. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys. Let me know. Let us know what trails you hit and what you like and uh, what you want to know more about. Bye. Bye.